Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Blue Lake Head Podcast, special guest in here. Get my up. guy's on fire. He's on fire right now. One of my favorites, PZ, is here. Detroit's in the building. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, Kale. It's dope to see uh, this because I've been following you for a long time. Obviously, I've been tapped in since before you got locked up. And uh, it's super dope to see you catch this hit record, man. You know what I'm saying? And now it feels like everybody else is coming around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Like, because it's one thing to have the catalog and to be able to go to certain markets and pick up bags and, and to get those streaming checks. But how does it feel to have, like, a record, like a hit? It feels good because, pause, it feels good because I've been rapping so long. Exactly. And it's like, I watched everybody, like, and there's no disrespect, everybody in the D that, like, blew up. Mm-hmm. I kind of had, like, personal relationship with them, like, you know what I'm saying? So I watched everybody go. I watched everybody music take off from the root. You know what I'm right. saying? And I was right there with all of them. Mm-hmm. And it had me kind of feeling like maybe my music wasn't good enough. You right. know what I'm saying? So it feel good to finally be getting the recognition. Because I've been working hard for a lot of years. For sure, man. You've been you putting in work. Yeah. Putting putting so much catalog and obviously, you know, the label, Free, free Rio, uh, you know, I feel like what you've been doing and building, um, it's just dope to see everybody else coming to the table now at the party, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, too, the timing just for Detroit is crazy right now because you catching a hit at the same time that it feels like every label signing somebody from Detroit. Oh, yeah, Detroit. You got Babyface Ray. You got Icewear Vezo. You got Baby Money. Baby, yeah. Baby Money. Mm-hmm. Tay B. Baby Tron. Baby Tron. Um, it's a list of It's a them, lot. Man. A lot of them. You it's know a I'm lot, saying? man. Everybody, everybody doing good. For you, uh, you've been a part of the scene for so long. I know a lot of, you know, your personal issues aside, but I feel like a lot of the issues in Detroit, for the most part, have been put to rest, and it feels as unified as I've seen it in a while in terms of the top guys kind of moving together. Facts. Um, 
why do you think that is? is everyone's kind of growing up a little or it just feels like everyone's kind of moving in the right direction uh well it's two things um nobody got hurt you know what i'm saying because that's hard to come back from yeah there wasn't no blood behind our situation and then another thing we are older you know what i'm saying and we do owe that to the city because it's like everybody wanted to see that you know like we want to see these guys come together so bad and it was just like time for it so as we got older and everybody got kids and we lost guys on our side they lost right. guys on their side not from like each other but just losing right 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 it happens and it's just, like man we need to put that bullshit to the side and just do this for the city and make it look good and that's what we did and now we actually good friends all of us no i see it man it's, it's, it's dope to see and it's dope to see like you know a guy like yourself have to go sit down for a little bit and then come out and thrive at a level higher than you've ever thrived in your career and on that same token a guy like i swear vezo who had to do the same thing Facts. and and you guys it's just uh, whenever i talk to artists who aren't from detroit and i just we just talk about hip-hop's landscape i always tell everybody like i think right now memphis got the got the shit memphis hot but i do think detroit is on their ass Man, memphis memphis hot but detroit you can't we we in there you know no you it's like for detroit. real you and 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 even just like the influence and like whether it's the production or the flows, I just feel like, yeah. But listen, though, right? And that is true. But the sound that everybody hear is a Flint sound. It's not even Detroit. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? You might hear more of a Rio and Mike or shout out to Flint Mike. sound. Yeah, shout out to Flint. That was shout one of the best, to, funniest interviews I've ever done. He's shout hilarious. out to Mike. Shout out to Rio. But the sound that, like, is more fast, is more mm -hmm. funny, is more... That's really not a Detroit sound. Shout out to BFB the Pac-Man. Facts. Shout out. That's my dude. Yeah. That's my dude. But the sound that y'all hear, like the the funny, the funny rap is like fast. Is yeah. No, no, like no choruses. That's really not a Detroit sound. It's more of a Flint sound. Mm. Like Rio and Mike and them was kind of like the forefathers of that. You know what I'm How's saying? How's Rio doing? Rio, excellent. Rio, super straight. Rio, be home soon. Yeah, you know do do we know when he's gonna be out? No, I can't. Be, I can't announce the date, but he'll be home soon. soon. Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of a. Well, you you guys are a one two punch, man. Oh man, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Like me and bro together is millions on top of millions. Like is it undeniable. Kind of, I was gonna say is it, it's it's got to be like you get out small period of time where you're out and he's out and then he's got to go in and then you now you got a hit. So it's like he probably seeing that shit from the cell. Like bro, bro, you got one for real. Like. He's just sitting back and just, you know, I don't really know how to explain it because we so used to, like, all right, how can I say it? Because I don't want to say this in a way that it, I've been having records, mm -hmm. like, going yeah. in the street. So, like, no, yeah, you got the two million up. It feel good to me, but it, I didn't allow myself to get overexcited. Because I had already kind of like been used to knowing how to move with these type records, you mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? So it kind of kept me like on the humble, like so far as re. I don't really know how to explain it, like how he feel about it. Right. But me, I'm still kind of like I don't allow myself to get too excited about it. So we allow ourselves to stay humble and keep working. The beat. Uh, I talked to a lot of hip hop guys. I forget which rapper I just interviewed, and they said that it was like someone big who just said that. Two million up was your, their favorite record. I forget who the fuck it was, but that beat is infectious. That sample is crazy. It's crazy how I even got that beat because somebody else was rapping on it. 
when they sent it to me, I guess they wanted me to hear it and put a verse on it or whatnot. And I was like, yo, let me get that. Wait, so it got that. sent to you to be a feature? Facts. Or I think somebody may have wanted me to hear it or put a verse on it because they sent it to me. They had a verse on it already and shit. You know what I'm saying? So when I got it in my uh, email, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm like, saying? I'm like, I'm going to need that. I need that. What happened to the guy whose verse was on it? I don't know. Damn. He probably heard that shit like, fuck. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> he probably, hey, I bet you he's getting so much play, but you know, though. It ain't even that, though, but you want to know why? Because anybody else could have made the, nobody could have made the song I made. Facts. And I couldn't no, make nobody true. else's song. So uh, the beat, and this the thing, because I keep telling the engineer who made the beat, because we had kind of like clash, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because he had agreed to a number, mm -hmm. and I ain't going to say the number. And when the, when the song blew up, he wanted more. He didn't want to sign off on the on the on what he agreed on. Mm. He didn't have no team, no lawyers, or none of that shit before the song came out. So when the song like I bid, here come a new manager and a lawyer and all this shit. You know what I'm saying? With these numbers and shit. But we ended up working it out. But I'm telling him like, bro, you made the beat, but it was the we paid this. It was the sample in the beat, and you had to clear the sample and had pay for to the clear sample. the sample. You had to pay for so that. So you had to add. Okay, some little bills and whistles or whatever. We can't take that away from you. But you could have gave that beat to anybody else and it wouldn't have been the song that I made. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? So you can't sit up here and act like you did something. Mm. That You know what I'm trying to say? So if somebody, let's say like that particular guy, is he kind of, can? would you work with him again? No. That's fair. No, I won't work with him again. I, won't, I don't like working with I really... I want to work with like in-house producers, man, because it, it, it's tricky. It, it's different now. Mm -hmm. They made it so difficult to put out music right now. It's like crazy, right? To where you don't even want to deal with producers if you don't personally know them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because then, yeah, no, I feel you. Because we might we might have a discussion in the studio, and it's one thing, and then that lawyer drops that email over. And and I, but I ain't mad at. I'm not mad at how how how, how it's set up. <laughs> Because the producers do need their money and their credit, but For sure. how they got it set up now, they allowing like lower level lower level producers in to charge like crazy numbers based like, on based on who they think the artist is. Right, you know I think also saying? too like you got to look at like anybody, not even a producers, artists, anybody. You got to like people should look at things the long play way. Cause like imagine if he would have just like, been squared up with you and and, and, and honored his word, like yeah. we would have did a whole album or something. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we made a hit together. Let's make some more. Or or this or they doing this too. Like they will give you the beat. They says free or not, but when it's time to put the record out, they gonna charge mm. six, seventh. I like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you've never made that much money for a beat. But ever. they sending it on the invoice though, like hoping the label paid or. <laughs> So when the label, you know what I'm saying? Like it's tricky mm -hmm. shit. But and not knowing, you still gotta pay. You for gotta shit. pay for that. Yeah. Yeah, for but sure. I don't be going for that shit though. I will call an engineer as my uh, producer myself. Like, yo, come on, bro. Right. That shit coming out of my pocket, dude. Help me out. I help you out. Uh, your opinion: the best Coney Island in Detroit? Uh, L. George is on Six Mile, and and it's on the west side too. You know, I'm from the east side. Right. So but you gotta I, drive. I say L. George is on Six Mile, and I think Schaefer. Yeah. We went to a... Bronx, in the Bronx. Yeah. Somebody told us to go to a, a place that was by tr Truth. It was a, a drive a drive through. You talking about uh, Nikki? Nikki that no, shit was terrible. That's yeah. it. That shit was not good. 
Right across the street at the corner. Yep, on yeah. the corner. Yeah. Not it. First, first, I, like literally the first Coney Island I ever went to. Yeah. They're like, yeah, go in the corner. Not it. They just told you to go there maybe because you was close. Yeah, maybe. It was on Eight Mile, right? Facts. Yep, that's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight Mile a Mile. On the I was on some real. I went to Eminem's trailer park when I was in Detroit. A lot of people want. A lot of people do that. I was like, oh shit, I a get lot it. Of people now. do that. You know what's funny is like, uh, like I went to a. Um, a Tech Nine concert out there, and I saw the Detroit white trash. And in that moment, I understood the whole Eminem thing yeah. fully, because I was like, "Oh, these this is just a a venue full of uh, Ms that didn't make it." Because they got their world over there. <laughs> they that do. We don't know about. Yeah. We just ride up a mile and we see them trailer parks, but we don't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's pretty so, crazy, man. I believe I, it. I will say this though, like I think. Uh, you know, I spent about six or seven days out there, and I loved it, man. In Detroit, I loved it there. Detroit, man. cool, man. I feel like I feel like people got to go and that's enjoy why, it. That's why I like the most beautiful black women in the world were there too. Yes, we got nice women in Detroit. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, and and, and everybody hustlers in Detroit. Mm. First, you know what I'm saying. Before anything, like I know you hear about a lot of bullshit, but right, niggas get money, females get money. Like everybody is trying to get some money in Detroit. Right. And, like, you can go down there and do whatever you want to do. Nobody ain't looking for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, I, I had you a great time. red, blue, green. Like, Where did we go? Like, we took you know uh, Ace of Diamonds, Ace of Spades? Ace of Spades, Ace yeah. of Spades. Yeah, Mozzie was there. We had yeah. a good time. It was a good mm-hmm. night. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have fun in Detroit, especially in the summertime. You know what I loved is uh, you mentioned the hustling thing, and I've seen it. I, it's funny because I've seen it since then, but I, I went to the uh, liquor store on the west side, and they were selling the empty uh, weed bags. Yeah. Like the bootleg cookies bags mm-hmm. and shit at the at the gas station. They gonna get some I was like, damn, thing, man. And people going to buy Just stuffing bullshit in these bags. In the, in the hood, motherfuckers can't get the Cali and get bags and shit. Right. You feel me? But they know packages sell weed. Mm. So if they can get them down there at the gas station, why not? Yeah. So I love so. What's up, guys? Hey, shout out to our family at uh, Blue Chew, man. Listen, I know we always are getting feedback about our Blue Chew interviews. They're not interviews. They're commercials, and we're always getting feedback about them. Usually, it's they're fucking hilarious, man. You know, people love it when we talk about Blue Chew, but let me say, this shit works. A lot of people are like, look, man, I see you talking about Blue Chew, but does it work? Yes, it works. If y'all don't know Blue Chew, it's got the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form, it's delivered to your door in a discreet package, and you don't have to go inside of a doctor's office to get it. No awkward doctor visits involved. Everything is online. That's right. You go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg. They will send you a month for free. A month's supply of Bluetooth for free. $5 shipping, that's it. And they'll be like, damn, Kev, you were right, bro. My erections are lit. As they should be. Every er- erection should be as erect as possible. You know, you don't want to be flaccid. You don't want to be one of those 70-30 guys. You know, that means that 30% of your dick's potentially hardness is being uh, underutilized. Hmm? Could you use an extra 30% hard? Maybe 50% hard? I don't know. It depends on what you're dealing with. Are you dealing with stress in your life? Are you tired of having sex with your girlfriend? Hmm? Hard to get it up? Well, go to bluechew.com right now. Use the promo code bootleg. They're going to send you a month for free. They also just dropped the mint chewable, same active ingredient as Levitra. That's right. So what you need to do, 
I mean, you don't need to do anything. If you want to, you know, not be as hard as you can be, that's on you, bud. Bluetooth.com, use the promo code bootleg and try it for free. A month's supply, free, delivered to your door. No awkward doctor appointment needed. It's all online, all right? Bluetooth.com. Also want to shout out to our family over at Odd Socks. That's right. As someone who wears Odd Socks every day, I'll prove it to you. I'm in Arizona right now. This is just random. We got the Odd Socks underwear right there. You know what I mean? That's Odd Socks. And we got the Odd Socks basics, baby. Yeah. So look, so this was dope about Odd Socks, man. Um, not only do they got the most comfortable socks in the world, because they do. I'm not just saying that because they sponsor our show. It's true. Uh, they also got some of the crazy licenses. They just got Coca-Cola. Uh, they got Doritos. They got fucking everything. They got Scarface, Godfather, uh, Breaking Bad, WWE. We can go on and on and on. Underwear, socks, slippers, hats, all kinds of cool stuff. Oddsocksofficial.com. Right now, use the promo code BOOTLEG, and you will save 20% off at checkout. Try the Odd Socks Basics. If you're one of those guys who wears other plain white branded socks, plain black socks, I promise you, go with the Odd Socks Basics, and you will believe me, but just, you will convert over. They're way more comfortable. They're way more durable. And they just, they're Odd Socks. Why would you wear those other socks? We could wear Odd Socks, bro. Stand down and be odd. Go to oddsocksofficial.com, use the promo code bootleg. Let's get back to the interview. For you, uh, speak to, I guess, your mentality. Um, I feel like when you get incarcerated, it puts you through some some mental anguish. Oh, man. Um, yeah. how, how did you have to, like, how were you able to still stay motivated and still stay, I guess, like, sane going through that? Because you, you you get locked up and kind of like at the peak of your career at the mm-hmm. time, um, how, how do you how do you get out get out on the other side of that and and and, and work and, and be bigger and better than ever? Well, because I know I have a long time. Right, was it a couple of years? Like a two year? years? Two years? Yeah. So, in that two years, I'm like shit. I'm going here, do what I need to do because I know I'm I, everything happened for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Even though I went to jail for some serious shit, right? Like I, I went to jail for what everybody going to jail for now. Like the Rico, like mm-hmm. I really went to jail for that. You know what I'm saying? And I know I was in jail for serious charges, but it went for long because I didn't have a criminal record. So, right. And that time I read books, like I never read. You know what I'm saying? I left. I dropped out of school in the 11th grade. I didn't. I don't say I dropped out. Like I dropped out of high school. Like I dropped out in the 11th grade. I went. Right. Circumstances at home was kind of like rough, so I stopped going. But uh, I went to school up until the 11th grade. And uh, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, you were talking mm-hmm. about how you just started to read. You were reading in jail. I was reading. So I started back reading, writing, getting my hand writing back. Because mm-hmm. I, I sat in the hole for three months. So in that time, like, I, I had to, I couldn't do number right at home. 23 hours a day? 24 hours a day in a uh, pandemic. Oh, Ain't man. no coming up. Really? Facts. And you got a cellmate. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and you're just in there with a dude. Just in there Non-stop. Non-stop. And, 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 and don't you know how they say ain't no two days the same? Yeah. Every day the same. Fuck, man. Every day the same. But what you do get is a peace of mind. You learn yourself. You sit back and it's quiet and you figure out, like, what the fuck am I doing back here? Mm-hmm. What did I, like, what did I do? Like, you know what I'm saying? And you think and you figure it out. Like, I'll ne- I'll never, how can I never come back? Did you end up getting close with your cellmate? I knew, it- you want to know something funny? What? I don't know if you know, uh, I don't even know if you remember, like, the guy that went viral 
in a pandemic for like making a jail video and shit. Yeah. He was my cellmate in there. Oh, really? Facts. That's crazy. And when they put me in there with him, I was like, yo, what the fuck they put me in with this guy for? Because I got caught with a cell phone. Right. And it was weird as shit. I checked the whole room for bugs and shit. I'm like, man, it's, it's, they put me in here. They trying to trap me and shit. But wow. he ended up being cool as shit. Hella intelligent. Like, Reed, right. man, got books stacked to the... Yeah. So, so you were able to... I, 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 you were able to, like, kind of readjust some of your, you know, like, I, I mean, you really ain't got shit, shit else to do but read and write. Read, write. Write a bunch music. of raps. You know, I don't, I, I don't write. So when I got in there, I'm like, I got to write some music at least. So you, on a normal basis, you you do punching in. Yeah. So in jail, you got books of rhymes now. I wrote, like, 40 raps in there. That's crazy. Yeah, have you? That's 40 songs, though. You, you recorded them? I recorded maybe 10 of them. That's hey, that's not a bad ratio. I recorded maybe ten. It's heat in there though. I got heat in there. I don't doubt but it. But I don't. I just don't remember where it's at because I moved to two, three different cribs. So I don't remember. You can't write to the beat. Maybe you got a beat in your head. Nah. When I came home, I was making that shit go to beats. Like I just had so many of them. I'm like, whatever go to a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like like Perk Ten. I mm -hmm. wrote that in jail. I don't know if you know that song. Yeah. Perk Ten. I wrote that in jail. So that's a jail yeah. record. Yeah, I wrote that in jail. My last intro on, on a free real album. I wrote that in jail. Uh, a couple more of them I wrote in there. I can't think off the head. What do you feel? Uh, you know, obviously, f as somebody who was incarcerated for Mariko, mm -hmm. and the Rico stuff is happening in hip hop, obviously in Atlanta, um, and it feels like th that the snitching thing is a lot more prevalent than it's ever been because paperwork is, I guess, easy easier to get to. I don't know, but like, I, what are your thoughts on just like? how artists should move nowadays, not necessarily if they're officially wrapped up in anything, but it it feels like the wrong the right people are watching. And I guess they're the wrong people watching. So it's like for you, like if you could give advice to anybody going through a Rico, like, you know, what would what for you like what would be some advice you would give some of these artists and, and how should people move, man? Cause I feel like people move so flagrantly. They put so much shit on the internet. People it's, don't know, uh, not to cut you off, but that is that's a serious charge, bro. Yeah, especially if it's a federal one. It is a federal charge, and it's a state charge, but it's a serious fucking charge. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially, especially if you've been to prison in the in and out of the system. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a serious fucking charge. It's hella stressful. I've been through it, and I went through that shit for almost two and a half years before I went to jail, me and all my co-defendants. Um, we just live in a, like a time where like everything is so serious. Like nobody don't want to hear lies or like bullshit. So these guys is like willing to throw it all on the line. For like some street it credibility. Like it's a hit it works. situation. Like it it works until you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might go platinum, but then you might you end might up go sitting platinum, down. Then you might, you yeah. might lose it all, and it's risky, you know what I'm saying? And the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the question is, like, is it worth it? I think the internet, too, desensitizes every... Like, we're all desensitized to, like, real consequences because so many people could just do shit on the internet and it doesn't affect them. They don't think it affects them. It and I think everybody. And yeah. these charges, man, like... Like, one of my... Like, two of my co-defendants was fighting the death penalty. Hmm. You feel me? One of my co-defendants got 30 to 60 years plus 15. Jesus. Two of my co-defendants got nine years. One of them got eight. Two of us got 
two years. Like, you know what I'm saying? None of us uh, cooperated or did nothing like that. We all went to court together. Right. I don't speak on nobody else's cases. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of like the if if they bring those charges against you, they're kind of hoping that it's like a numbers game. Like if we get twenty of these guys, like all we need is one to fold. See, what it is is that with, with us, it was like these guys, animals, get these guys out the street. I wasn't even in the, I wasn't in none of my discovery, like no paper. You know what I'm right. saying? But they like shit. They all get them all. You don't have to be doing nothing, but if you over there. And if you seen with these guys, and if you known for posting these guys on your page or friends or whatnot, you in the loop. You feel what I'm saying? You in the loop now. Mm. No matter what you did, because they can make him say you did something. For him to cut his time loose or get him off the hook, he'll say you did something. Right. A lot of these people be on cases with people they don't even know. You feel what I'm saying? I'd have been like that with people like 60 people on their case. They don't know half of them. That's crazy. That's that's that, that's what's crazy. It's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> serious, <laughs> yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? So in order to dodge these situations, you got to start by having fun with music. Like, everybody want to kill each other. Like, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that. Like, I like flash it. Like, you know, it's so fun flying somewhere and going shopping and, and living in the best hotels and swimming and pools on top of LA at the Waldorf hotels right. and all you know what I'm saying like a lot of these young niggas will never see that right cause they they, they living so serious you gotta have some fun that's the only way to dodge mm-hmm. we go to, is to start back having fun like and also the dodge like like that gives you some peace just have fun like come on man Who, what, like I feel like everybody's trying to prove something a lot of shit can't be taken back in the street Right. And I get it, like you know what I'm saying, but it's it, it used to be a time and a place for shit. Like the internet ain't for, it's not for that. Mm-hmm. Like they bring the, they bring that shit there, and it's fucking the game up. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking the game up. And we all did it. We all made mistakes. Like nobody perfect. You know of what course, I'm of course. Everybody got caught up in the moment and did some internet shit. You know what I'm saying? But us as a whole. And, um, we fucking the game up, bringing the street shit. To the internet Right For and you We making it so easy For them And then Not to cut you off But When these niggas Get these Rico charges A lot of them Never had money You feel what I'm saying A lot of these niggas Don't got nothing When they go to jail But They ride around With these guns And these cars And do this hot shit And they go to jail And then they, 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 they don't got nothing mm. You know what I'm saying Yeah I what? just seen niggas In no, I, I see it all the time, man. Even like people who aren't artists, just That's like normal saying, people. So get some money. Yeah. So when you do get these charges, you don't got to be calling home talking about, man, niggas fake, niggas. Uh, I ain't never calling nigga call home for shit when I was in jail. I Damn. had my money put up. I had my shit put in places. And, and I had two trustworthy people who I knew was going to move for me. Right. I ain't had to call home and have nobody for shit. So whatever I was already doing, I could stand it. Mm-hmm. I could get in trouble. I can get myself out of it if I, my lawyer money and. I ain't never had to call home, so these niggas get in trouble and they don't got no money. It's bad. For sure. Um, it's expensive in jail, bro. What's up, y'all? Bootleg Kev here. Hey, look, my bookie, man. It's a big weekend in sports. The big game is Sunday. Chiefs versus Eagles. I'm all in on the Eagles. I like Jalen Hurts 
Over on the passing yards, over on the rushing yards, anytime touchdown score. Give me Dallas Goddard, anytime touchdown score. Give me the over. And if anyone on the Chiefs is going to score, I like that Pacheco kid. I like the little running back guy. And, of course, you got to hammer a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown score. You can do all that at MyBookie right now, all right? So many props to bet on at MyBookie this weekend. You can bet on the Gatorade color that gets poured out. You can bet on the on the, the flip, the, the, the coin flip at the beginning of the game. All that right now at MyBookie. Sign up with the promo code BOOTLEG. When you sign up, they will match your very first deposit up to $1,000 with that promo code BOOTLEG. So go to mybookie.ag, sign up for an account, promo code bootleg, whatever you put in, they're going to double it as long as it's not more than 1000 You put $999 in, they're going to give you another $999. You put 1000 in, they're going to give you another 1000 By the way, if you do the 999 why not just do the full 1000 you cheap bastard? Anyway, MyBookie right now, man, it's a big weekend. Also, I just would like to point out, everyone should be putting some of that money, sprinkling a little bit of that action on the Phoenix Suns to win the championship this year because we have Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bookie. Sign up with that promo code bootleg. Also, shout out to our family at Hardeen. Hardeen, Las Vegas. Yes, you see him. I was just there in Vegas yesterday. This is the best place I've ever been to in terms of dispensaries. I've been to probably hundreds of these things. And the experience at Hardeen is like nowhere else. The customer service. The selection of premium cannabis, the experience as a customer that you get when you walk into the building in Las Vegas is bar none the best. It's just the best, man. They are the best. We got so much going on this weekend. They're sponsoring the Rolling Stone Party on Friday, Super Bowl weekend. Fabulous Thursday, Offset Friday, Meek Saturday. It's a lot going on with Hardeen. You got to follow them at Hardeen underscore Las Vegas right now. Shoot them a follow on Instagram. While you're at it, go to their website, hardinlasvegas.com. So much fly gear, so much fly weed. What are we talking about, baby? Shout out to Hardeen, man. That's the family, man. Go, if you're in Vegas, pull up on them, man. Hardeen, Las Vegas. Have, I mean, obviously, there's a huge disconnect from, like, uh, when I was growing up, the Detroit hip-hop that I was listening to was, like, Jay Dilla, Eminem, uh, Royce, Thanks. Slum Village. Thanks. You know, um, and and I felt like the street shit had the first kind of like national time that like some real dope ill street shit from Detroit hit my radar was Doughboy's Cash Out with, with when they signed with CTE, mm-hmm. and um, and then I kind of feel like first day out kind of like busted the gate open for that genre of Detroit hip hop nationally. Facts. How do you see like? Detroit's hip-hop landscape, like, if you could give me, like, the top, give me, like, your your Mount Rushmore Detroit hip-hop, because there's so many different, oh, man. there's just so many different layers of Detroit's scene. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. Nobody never asked me this. Excluding yourself. Excluding myself? You can't say you. That's true. I have to say me. You can't, though. Okay, you can't say you. Alright. But I don't even if I if I don't say me it's like um all right. First and foremost, Blade Icewood. Okay. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Street Lord Wine. Okay. Eminem. Mm-hmm. Payroll Giovanni. Mm-hmm. One more. I need two more. Okay, give me two more. Ice Word Bezo and Babyface Ray. 
I like that. I like that. You you kind of covered all spectrums. Shout out to Lil Blade, too, who's doing Shout his thing, man. Uh, okay, so for you, do you feel any pressure to follow up? No. You just going to keep dropping? I just do me, bro. Do you? Because no. that's what you do. I don't be in the, like, people make Detroit lists and shit. I don't get involved in that. Like, I don't, mm. I don't comment on it because it's like, they do that shit to, like, make fans pick and choose. Like, right, 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 right. I just do. I just go put music. I'll be happy for everybody. I don't right. really care about it. Well, you've always like stayed independent and been rocking with Empire and like you know, obviously shout to Gazi, shout to Nima and the team over there. I'm assuming you've had situations that have come up where one of the quote unquote majors has tried to get you to kind of sign your fucking life away and sign yeah. your catalog away. Facts. Um, well, nobody really never came to me like that. Really? Never. Not even now? No. Really? People don't be coming at me like that. I guess I got the aura of just like the like we won't waste I our guess time. I put He's it independent. Out there to yeah, where you can't like you know what I'm saying because nobody really never tried to like come at me in that type. Well, of way. I was gonna say like kind of just speak to like what you've learned from working with Gazi. Well, I, I I learned the business from bumping my head. Mm. I learned a lot about this game, like a lot of ends and all shit about this game too, where I probably won't sign. Right. You know what I'm saying. It's a lot of money in this game if you can hold steel. It's shit like stock. Build up your leverage. Yeah, yeah it is like stock, right? It's almost like that's why I think it's important to like have like a high output. And it's important to build your catalog. Like shout out to uh, Sauce Walker because he was saying like every song is a property. Mm-hmm. And you're right because every song stream, every song make money. So and that hits your account every month. Don't make, don't catch a hit. Yeah, because then it's two, three hits. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So it's just about holding steel, like not selling out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And me learning that when it's time for me to like go and renegotiate, it's gonna we gonna have to really renegotiate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facts. For sure, man. Uh well listen, it is Super Bowl weekend. We're in Arizona. You got a show tonight. Yeah, I got a show tonight. I'm in uh I got my shit going on tonight. We gotta sit down and do this for like two hours in LA. Whenever you're ready, bro. You don't do a lot of interviews. I don't do a lot of interviews, but I but you wanna know, I I I wanna start kicking it. I wanna start kicking it because I wanna Trust me, I was in Detroit and like the main purpose of me going to Detroit was to record content with you. But I don't know what the fuck was going on at the time. Detroit crazy. I'll be in and out. I'll be but whatever it was, it was like, yo, PZ's not he's not doing nothing this week. I was like, Well shit, let me figure some shit out. <laughs> Man, Detroit and, and was it cold? No, it was really it wasn't it was in uh it was during the playoffs. It was after. It was Game Seven when the Mavericks destroyed my Phoenix Suns and I lost a thousand dollars at the MGM at fucking in Detroit. I forget. So what was that? June, July. I don't yeah, know what yeah. I could have been doing, brother. But do you do mushrooms? Yes. Nice. Yes, I, do. I think someone said you were shrooming that week. I could have been shrooming that week. That might have been a week. Yeah. I they were like, I was he ate a lot of week. mushrooms. I was shrooming. He's bad. not available. I was shrooming for a week. Bad. Well, it might have been that week. Facts. It probably now, was. <laughs> Did you have, were you having bad trips or good trips? Like, no, I had good trips, but one trip I had was fucked up. What's the fucked up trip? Explain. It wasn't even really a bad trip. It was just like me and my girl got into it. While Real you're tripping? Bad. Real bad. Damn. Real bad. I tore the whole house up. I broke everything in that bitch. And then I was like, damn, I got to go back all this shit again. I actually think that's when I was there. That's when you was there. I think I heard about it. <laughs> That's when I <laughs> fucked up to everything. So you was just fucking wild. And I had a good time off the shrooms before I got home. Right. I had a great time before I got home. The worst part about shrooms is like if some if you could be feeling great and like I've had my girl press me while I'm tripping out of town 
and it just like melts my brain. And them shits make me talk too much and make me cry too much. That's what I be. They I'd definitely be will make chilling. you cry. What do you cry? Like what do you? Is it because you just think you think about everything and it just? I'm just like a, I'm an emotional. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't really, I don't really cry a lot. Right. But I do cry like you know what I'm saying. So if I get off the mushroom and I get emotional, I'm gonna let that shit out. Have you ever done? DM- I might be talking to one of my people and just break down. I just saw uh, one of my friends, Baby Joe. Uh, I ain't seen him in a while, and I was on mushrooms, and I just looked at him, and I started crying. I was like, "I fucking love you, bro." Yeah. I want you to know, like, I really love you. When I say that shit, dog. They make I- you so happy, like they make you not yeah. even hate people. Like, have you smoked uh, DMT? No, I don't smoke. I'm, what is that? Oh man, you gotta fuck with that. That's that shit Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan be doing. I don't see Mike Tyson get too high. <laughs> Mike Tyson, a real stoner. Hey, I read Mike Tyson book three times when I was in the hole. Yeah, you got to go on his shit. Mike Tyson, the dopest. DMT guy. is like a, it's like a chemical that your body produces twice. There's like a gland right here, that produces it when you're born and when you're dead, when you die. So there's you smoke that. There's a frog that sweats it. So, you, <laughs> you smoke it um, in the like it's crackheadish, right? Fact. So you have to freebase it to get the best experience, right? And you just go away for fifteen minutes. And you gone. You're in like a different dimension. What kind of experience you had? I haven't done it yet. I'm scared. You want to try it? Or I do badly. I will. I will do it one day. I'll be ready. You've done it? Oh yeah. You just you like it? It's like mushrooms times a hundred for like fifteen minutes. Oh man. Well, I see. So I, I had burnt s- on whippets like that. Whippets used to have. Oh no, whippets are crazy. <laughs> Jesus. I, I was the first person doing the whippers in Detroit. You, you, did you stop? Went to jail. Hell yeah. Did you st- I couldn't breathe. Like, I, 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 I smashed cars off that Like, I, that shit was different. So the whippets are like, because I've had rappers come in with those boxes of whippets. Yo, I had rappers come in with the boxes of the whippets. Mm-hmm. And right before the, I mean, I'm talking canisters just all over the ground. That was you. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. What that is because it's a quick, it's like quick and it goes away, so you got to keep hitting it. Man, I I remember one day I I went to drop my mans off at home. I dropped him off to the crib and I never left the crib. Like, he went in, I never pulled off. I stayed outside 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 this man's house all night. It was so many silver cans outside in the morning. It was crazy. What made you stop, man? Cause they, I couldn't. They was like fucking my breathing up. I couldn't perform. I couldn't really perform off of them. And that shit was just like stupid, man. Yeah, it's like it's like a nineteen nineties two thousand and one drug. So like, I used to ride around with the tank though, with the balloons and shit. Holy shit! My Escalade. Jail, you get pulled over, you be like, yeah, you know, I have a party business. You know, I never knew that that shit was illegal. I never knew that. Like, I, nobody never told me like you can't ride around with a tank of helium in your car. Like, I didn't know that either. Well, hey, guys, you you learned a lot in this interview. I ain't never knew that, I swear. Um, I say, boy, if you would have got caught with this shit. You'd you be fucked. Went, yeah. Fuck, man. Well, allegedly you had it in your car. Yeah. PZ's in the building. Appreciate you for pulling up, man. I look forward to doing this again at, in L.A. at my place. I'm coming to L.A., man. Los Angeles. We'll be there. You did? Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right. Boom. All right. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 